In this episode, I talk about how I nearly killed the company by scaling too early. So today I want to talk about something that actually nearly killed the company. Um, I, I think it's really good to, to discuss openly um, ways that your company nearly died. Um, and honestly, I don't believe any entrepreneur that's had a company not nearly die on them um, at some stage. There are always issues. There's always something that could kill off the company, whether you've got two employees or 200,000 employees. Um, something bad could happen. It could be a scandal. It could be a cash flow issue. That was a police car. It could be a whole range of things. And uh, and as the CEO um, of that company, as the person or one of the directors at least, it's your responsibility to try and put the company first always. Um, but sometimes that, that, that doesn't work out. I think I wanna talk today a little bit about how I over expanded my company and it nearly killed us. Um, now, the, the good news is that we learned from this lesson and we've recovered and, uh, and that, that problem doesn't really um, affect us anymore. But a year or so ago, we had um, a big customer, a much, much larger project than usual uh, on our hands. And we got very excited because this customer was gonna, was gonna bring us lots of work. There was lots of, there were lots of sort of, uh, sort of, challenges there are lots of new technology we wanted to use um, but but overall it was an exciting prospect um, for us to have this amazing customer um, trust us with this project now this project was a lot of work and so much that we actually decided we needed to to go from two people in the office to four people in the office uh, and that that's four coders uh, now this was this is probably a mistake from the beginning because at this point I had limited hiring knowledge, limited um, limited technical knowledge, if I'm honest, and it was not the time to be learning all of those things when you get your your uh, well not your first but your your large customer you know your first larger customer come in. Um, now what I did I decided to just do what I did before which was hire people from my old college and let me tell you this hiring younger people is is underrated there are so many young people teenagers um, even even people who aren't teenagers who are way better coders way better writers filmers whatever it is um, than than their sort of adult counterparts and if you can get a teenager that knows what they're doing with a good work ethic um, it will lift your business up and I'll tell you why it's because when you are a, a young person you have time on your hands and all you're trying to do is prove yourself so if you're working for a company you are gonna work every hour God sends just so that you can continue to be in that job because you enjoy it it's something different to being in education right um, I worked on uh, a film set when I was 16 years old and they were long hours but I loved every second of it because it was a chance for me to show my skills in the real world so if you can find young people it doesn't have to be for the the things that young people are good at like social media and stuff like that they, they're good at other stuff as well there's some amazing artists out there especially anyway I went to my old college I hired these people and they were insanely good at the job I uh, I asked them to do they were very very uh, good at picking up skills quickly um, very good at working through problems and also working with John and I on uh, on building on building the team 
the problem then came when we looked at just a few months down the line we basically had this problem which is um, we didn't have as much work anymore and we had over expanded the company to deal with this this sort of sudden influx in work but there was no there was just no work in the pipeline for these extra people and the mistake I had made was I hadn't hired them as contractors I had hired them as full-time employees probably not the best move I, I, I think I've learned a lot from that um, I had to learn management I had to learn um, how to maintain healthy cash flow all of these things and I learned them all the hard way and unfortunately the over expansion of the company was also another thing what you got to consider when you're hiring people is you're not just hiring a person you're hiring all their equipment you, you know you're, you're you're buying all the equipment you're, you're buying um, your other colleagues time to train them in how your company does stuff so we, we dedicated many hours just getting them up to speed um, and that is something uh, that is money at the end of the day that's money and time that the company could have been focusing on um, you know going to find more work for them to do ironically so this this nearly killed the company and it basically got to the point where we had such a big overhead um, we unfortunately had to shrink back down um, and both of those people that we hired are still involved in the company I'm glad to say um, but we're in a much more flexible position now which is great and we you know we're, we're not trying to run before we can walk anymore and I think it's just quite an interesting story to listen to when you're when you're excited and you get a new customer and there's there's money on the table, there's, there's there's also money in your bank account, you think, yeah, why not? Why can't we just hire some more people? But I think the thing that I didn't do was really crunch the numbers, was really decide, do we need um, to spend this many hours indefinitely um, with with these employees? Are, is there going to be enough work? Are we actually capable of scaling up in this model? Now, we are a scalable company now. We, we hire differently, we work differently, and we also do different projects. Um, but back then, it was different, and the format of the company just didn't support having that size team for that amount of work. It's a, still a small team, and it was still relatively small amount of work, but for us, it was big, and it was exciting, but it was also misleading. So if you're gonna be soon getting loads of work, and you're running a company, I hope this story has helped. I hope this will maybe save a few of you um, before it happens, whether you've got 50 people that you're about to hire or two. Um, I, I really hope that somebody can benefit from this and learn from this. Because if I had this podcast before the whole thing began, I think I would have been in a much better position uh, sort of six months to a year ago when it all sort of came tumbling down thank you so much for listening to my episode. I hope you appreciated my honesty. Um, I want to be honest. I want to be transparent with how I'm running this company and, and the problems that I'm experiencing. That's what it's all about. Building Blueware, the podcast, is just about the journey. It's about the learning curve. And I can look back on this as much as everyone else can and learn those lessons so that I don't re- enact them in future. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please tune in tomorrow for the next episode. Share it, follow it, whatever you're doing. And have a lovely drive home, sleep, walk, walk the dog, shower, wherever you're listening to this. Have a lovely day. Goodbye.